You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! <laughs> Slowly. Mm-hmm. I, I have a question for you. Oh, sure. How do I sound to you right now? You sound um, mad, relaxed, bro. That's good. Do I do I sound like a robot, or uh, do I sound tiny or tinny, or however they say it? No, you sound fine. All right. Because as I uh, went to go and set up for this podcast, I dropped my super expensive, like super high tech recording device on the ground, and the face fell off, and uh, all the wires came spilling out. You know, I'm just bullshitting. It sounds like you're talking through a sock, dude. You might want to get that damn it. up. God damn it! Uh, so I, I pick it up and I put it back together again. And I <laughs> close the case and I try it out. I'm like, oh, everything's fucking awesome. I can't believe that survived it. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then I go, I put it down, I go to get a drink of water in the other room, and I come back in, and I kick it right off the table, because I don't <laughs> see the wire across it, and the face falls off again, and new wires spill out. Um, so in the past eight minutes, I've broken my, like, $300 uh, little interface twice. In the past and three minutes, you've entered the world of broken toys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing really bad right now. Oh, you're not doing... Come on, man. Considering the week that we've all had, you're not doing bad at all, bro. You're doing good. What Considering that people happened? have uh, been subjected to illegal searches and the seizures in their houses, and this is completely, totally a false flag operation, obviously. And uh, this is all the stuff that I'm subjected to on my Facebook feed. 
<laughs> Which it makes Justin Kiss and I laugh and cry. Um, uh, yeah, that we'll, we'll cover that and what people are freaking out about. Uh, just re- I like that we recorded our last episode on planet Earth, and this week <laughs> have, are recording it in this bizarre, like, Michael Bay movie. I know! Everything's so different now. Life will never be the same. Um, <laughs> it's uh, not an interesting wrinkle of that was that my... My beautiful punk girlfriend and I, oh, not an I, but she was at the marathon because her sister, her sister, her totally normal sister, would decide was would run. She's running. She came up from Florida and was running and finished. And then they're all like bullshitting, walking away after she finished. And 10 minutes later, boom. And she was like, there, dude. Yeah. I was like, just my fucking luck. I finally find a girl (laughs) dumb enough. To date me, and she fucking gets her head blown off. Perfect. Can you imagine if you came back on, back on this week and were like, uh, "My girlfriend <laughs> died in that terrorist bombing"? You know, you would. It would take the entire episode for me to actually can for you to convince me that that was real. The prankster in me wanted to do it. I mean, the dickhead. Uh, speaking of pranks, um, the best possible thing has happened with my Ariel Pink prank. Ah, oh, awesome! Everybody believes it. <laughs> I went to the record store on Sunday. Which sucks, because that means that everybody is not listening to the podcast. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the chosen few, uh, no. But they're keeping it secret, because they think it's funny as hell. But I just picked up a bike from somebody, who I'm not Facebook friends with. I picked it up for free. That We we have mutual friends, but we're not Facebook friends. And uh, he's like, hey. He like dated a friend of mine years ago, and like a friend of mine hipped me to the fact that he was giving a bike away. And I said... Uh, Picked it up. It seemed cool. It was like, I'll tell you about the bike in a minute. It's awesome. Um, and he's like, uh, hey, heard about the Ariel Pink thing. Really cool. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Oh, that's absolutely classic. Absolutely perfect. And I when, so I'm in cahoots now. A uh, person who owns a local record store named Fuzz Records, my friend Josh, he's like, yeah, we're going to set up like a, a fake autograph table with like a cutout of Ariel Pink, and I'm going to like sign Ariel Pink records before. Jesus Christ. And when I come down next week or, or whatever, I want to like, I want you to like uh, pile a bunch of amps in the corner of your house or whatever, and I'll take an Instagram of that and be like, like hashtag Ariel Pink practice. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of shit. We can a hundred percent do that. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be. We uh, and I've made some serious progress with the Sean Duty. We've got one super solid person, the person who wanted us to come to uh, a town that was really far away, <laughs> and uh, and promised us a good time. And I said that's probably not possible. So uh, it's how far are we talking? Talking a couple, uh, like five hours from where both of us are. To the west? Mm, no. Yeah, or think think very think a rural yet rusty city. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to blow up her spot because she might not want everyone to know. Uh, but people will know soon enough, so stay tuned. But we will uh, we will subsidize the Greyhound ticket uh, for not <laughs> no, not a full subsidy, but no. you know I'll I'll throw twenty bucks. Awkward in. Uh, stranger texting, like a few awkward stranger texts uh, in. She mentioned that she couldn't actually come to New York because she has to work. But she said that she could if she wanted to host. Uh, she could host Sean Duty, which I think they have to be together in order to make this date real. Yeah, because as we read last last time, she uh, 
wants to give Sean Duty a night he'll never forget, which I would imagine uh, entails uh, seeing ski ball. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it entails uh, watching uh, uh, Larry Bud Melman VHS at some point, <laughs> or like uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, I think we would imagine getting naked at some point. All right. Well, we'll figure this out. We'll get her on Skype. We'll uh, we'll see. We still got one more slot to go, though. Yeah. Well, the, the second person, I don't think we ever contacted. Fine. I uh, know. I, I got out of. You she, did. Uh, she's down. Okay. Now we got to get a third. Okay. There has to be an, another person. I know we. Hey. Any of you want to step up so we cannot block out like a twenty-minute portion of the podcast just discussing this? That would be great. <laughs> because we've been talking about this for two fucking months, and you're making my man look bad right now. You're helping him look bad. <laughs> You're helping him look really bad. Like an eating and abetting. <clears throat> eating and abetting, eating and abetting a known toucher, uh, a known felon. <clears throat> so Jesus. Anyway, let's talk about our weird week. Andrew, did you have a weird week? I had the weirdest week. Everyone had the weirdest week. It was mm. fucking ridiculous. Well, uh, other other than that, my week was absolutely normal. Uh, if I didn't turn on the TV, life was fucking peachy keen. <laughs> um, well, I yeah, I was. Very, uh, I guess I got, I don't know, I guess I got, like, heart heartwarmingly nervous when I saw that there was a bombing at the marathon. I thought for sure that she died, and she just texted me a very, very brief, uh, if you were, if you didn't see the news, I'm fine. And that was really cool, and I was glad. So I didn't see the news, glad you're fine. Yeah, I didn't see the news, glad you're fine. I, I, was, I was like, she's like, oh, I, I, something like that. I got to read the text. It was like out of context because I, I didn't immediately read the news. And then I was like, oh, wait, oh, my God. And then the thing blew up and everything. But what's stemming from it now, I think, is what I don't like. And whatever. We live in a world where stranger things have happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, George W. Bush put blasting caps in the World Trade Center and whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But, like... I'm seeing a lot of videos, especially on like Live Leak, which I will, which I look at probably way too much for like a 35 year old dude, uh, of like <clears throat> legal search and seizure in Massachusetts, and it's just like FBI dudes going house to house checking out, like, hey, you got this dude in here, like, why don't you step out for a minute? It seems like pretty normal considering like there's a madman on the loose, uh, but everyone is making it out to be like a really big deal. Like uh, yeah, people love fucking throwing their rights into shit like this. Yo, why, why just, dial it back, just dial it back for 48 Yo. hours. Like, after that, you can fucking post, like, pictures on Facebook that have words on them again. It's, you know, it's all right. You know, I think it was either Kierkegaard or some somebody said off the cuff one time during a discussion, the trouble with rights is that everyone has them. Uh, that was Fraser Crane. Oh, that was Fraser Crane. Okay. <laughs> Did he really say that? Probably. Okay. The problem with trouble with rights is that everyone has them, and uh, I really think that a lot of people can't handle it because it's like, well, you know, there's a madman on loose. You should be your house should be searched, and that's fine, <clears throat> um, I guess. Although people think I'm people have I've gotten many inflammatory anti-me Tumblr asks lately, saying that I'm corny and that I don't know what I'm talking about, and those are all me. Oh, that's good. Well, I mean, I ha- even if it isn't you, I have to agree with them. I mean, it's envy is a is a cold mistress. You know, you wish that you were on my level. I get it. It's cool. <laughs> um, you know, and it's hard when uh, somebody as cool as me just says how it is, and uh, you have to believe what I say. <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, oh man, I was all excited that somebody sent me a Facebook message, but it turned out to be you. Was it me? Well, I, it was you. you. Just got that. I, I said, <laughs> just got that right now. That to you like a long time ago. Oh well, Andrew. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a weird time. Uh, she was blowing up. I was really like disar- I was really boyfriendy, man. I was like, I'm gonna get you flowers, and I'm gonna like, I'm like way too smothery. This is not gonna go well. Like a couple more weeks of this cute shit, and that's gonna be like face down, ass up. At least you had back. an excuse to be like, oh, "Oh, are you okay? Are you all right?" Like every five well, minutes, yeah, I'm all right. Now, no, yeah, no. three weeks from now, it's whoa, like whoa. seriously, it's I over. I wasn't texting like every five minutes. I was just like, "Hope you're okay." Smiley face on the text, and <laughs> one day we can be together again. And I got her like <laughs> flowers. And groceries, and then I also bought her Chinese food and left it in her hallway. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I stopped by around 7. Not there, obviously, driving back from Boston. I was like, well, she'll probably be back sometime. Probably still, the food will probably still be warm when uh, when she gets back. Uh, she gets back at, like, 1 in the morning and the food's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I put it in such a way that she told me that she tripped over everything when she was walking in her door. So I really know, I really know, I really know how to smooth it out, like totally. And um, how was your night? It was awful. I stepped in a low main. Yeah, no, for real. I, I was, I got her some of that uh, that chicken uh, chicken fried rice she likes so much. But it was still, it was like, oh well, I tripped over everything. But I got her sunflowers, and that was really romantic. I'm like, I've hit like a romantic stride, Andrew. Yeah, you know what's going what I mean? on there? I don't know, man. It's just, I feel like this is my last hurrah as far as women go. Women come, women go, but rarely do you find a woman that you really feel mushy about. And I feel mushy, and the mu- but the luckily the mushiness is tendered with deep mental illness. <laughs> so, so here we go. Um, <clears throat> it's been an uphill battle all week to uh, not text her constantly, to act cool, to not take jokes seriously. Like I'm totally losing it, man. So. <laughs> Stay tuned. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Where is she right this second? Uh, at her mom's house. I better find out, man. Better double check. Oh, fuck. I better text her. Hold up. <laughs> For real? No. Because like, she could be anywhere and I don't know. I don't have any supervision. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad, but Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, it's like motherfuckers, man. Shit gets tense. God, <clears throat> women in the women in the audience can back me up, man. You hate a fucking doting boyfriend as much. Every time I text, every time I text a woman, I think she likes me less. It's like a really, really delicate balance because I want to be mushy, dushy, but like I'm the type of dude like I miss a woman immediately after I stop seeing her. So like. I, I stayed over at her house last night, and I, I dropped her off, and I went to work, and by like 10 a.m., I was like, oh, man, I kind of miss her. Oh, where is she now? Oh. Click, click, click. What are you doing? Click, where where yeah, are you? No, click, click, dude. Click. It's like, I'm such a fucking dork. Like, I'm definitely going to be the cat woman. Like, no question. Not like the cool cat woman from Batman, but like a cat lady. With just my cats and me, and like I just—it would be cool if you were Catwoman from Batman. <laughs> it would be great. Okay, and meow, man. Andrew, if I was Catwoman from Batman, and you didn't know it was actually me, would you? And I was like, um, as a joke, I was—I came on to you. Would you sleep with me? And then as you finished and you rolled over and were like, you know, smoking cigarettes after an awesome session of sex, I was like, psych, dude, it's me. Bam. 
What would you so say? So I'm to assume that you were in the Catwoman costume <laughs> the entire time. Yes. And I was wearing a crotchless Catwoman costume. And when you thought you were having sex with me normally, you're actually uh, having sex with a man. You know, I'm comfortable with that. It's all right. You never really? makes mistakes. God, I, we, you know, we, I explore your boundaries a lot, Andrew, and I'm really glad <laughs> that, um, <clears throat> I'm really glad that we can have this together, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what it, all, I don't know what it all means, but hopefully it's something good. Um, I, uh, I have done the exact opposite of you today in that all night last night, Gabri was kind of freaking out that the apartment was a mess. I was like, oh, I'm really tired, but the apartment's fucking disgusting. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, listen, listen. Time out. I got tomorrow off. I'll clean the <laughs> place up. You just go. You go to work. You relax. I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I woke up this morning. I stretched. I sat down on the couch, and I promptly <laughs> did not clean this place up <laughs> at all. So, uh... In what time is it now? 5.50? Yeah, buddy. Oh, roughly half an hour. Uh, you'll hear the door open in the background, and then you'll just know that I'm getting a really, really sad look. Like a really, not a mad look, but like a really depressed, despondent. First of all. God, I wish I wasn't here look. Uh, first, so that's how, that's how I'm handling it. You know what I think you should know? How I think you should handle it? I think you should fucking download a color photocopy of fucking New Orleans after Katrina and put it on the front door. And be like, this is messy. <laughs> Check yourself. Seriously, this is messy. Like, if there, a fucking mudslide came through the house, I'd be bummed. But look, oh, there's like a, there's papers and like there's DVDs are out. And there's like a table in the hallway with unopened, uh, opened and unopened mail on it. <laughs> there are all those things. It's definitely Really? True. That's great. What else? What else? Do you live in a punk house now, Andrew? No, although over the past, uh, the past couple days, it certainly seems like, although I, it's always me because. <laughs> I come in and I just shed clothing wherever I am. <laughs> like I have this chair that tell I found me, it at. Tell me more. <laughs> I found this chair at uh, at like a junk store. They had six of them, and I saw it. I'm like, oh, I should pick one of those up one day. And I went back like two days later. And there was only one left, so I panicked and bought it. It was like 150 bucks. It's all leather. It's wonderful. Mm. I love it. It's my chair. My chair is consistently just covered in clothes. Like, there's no point where it's just a chair. It's just a it's a big red leather thing where I throw clothes at the end of the day. It's catch-all. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, the whole apartment more or less has become that uh, over the weekend. What's going on? You guys, are you guys having a tough patch, man? Because you used to, you, when I was there, that place was tight. What's going on? Yeah, we we, we cleaned up because we knew Sean Duty was going to come over and uh, and criticize things and like <laughs> what do you really you know take the white glove excuse, and like run it over my record shelf. Excuse and make sure me, no motherfucking dust. Sean Duty, you live in a fucking squat, man. Straight up, you got to see Sean Duty's place. It's fantastic. Is it really? The, Is uh, it fantastic? It's got a fountain of a little boy peeing. It's wonderful. Does it really? Is he living in the Rococo style mansion? No, oh, he uh, he lives in a hallway. Wait, what? It's really cool. He does. Yeah, His, uh, Sean Duty's place is. Uh, it's well. It's something to behold. I would like to film a pilot called Sean Duty's Place. I just thought about that. <laughs> Tonight on Sean Duty's Place. Oh, there's your million dollar idea. <laughs> we got him running. Million dollar idea. Oh, I had a good one this week. Uh oh. My million dollar idea for this week is to take the movie. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I just hit my thing. Uh, to take the movie Men at Work and re- <laughs> refilm it, scene for scene, line for line. But have it based in Beijing and have the entire cast be Chinese. 
That and was, then when people come at you and they're like, oh, but this is just men at work. Like, it's the, the no, BB gun. You're like, no, they, they're Chinese. It's like totally not men at work. These guys are Chinese. It's different. Uh, so, yeah, that's my million dollar idea for this week. Um, I'm usually with you, Andrew, but I think that's a thousand dollar idea this week, bro. I think my idea could, is the fucking... I could go for a thousand dollars. I'm still all right with that. <laughs> I think mine's the Millie idea right oh, now. Oh, yeah. You uh, you eclipsed me on <laughs> now, this Now, what would we do for Sean Duty's place? Now, let's have a pitch meeting real quick because we our, our overnight <laughs> drives are now at least an hour and a half. So we have time. We have a little time to stretch out. And I really want to stretch this out so Gabri comes home and uh, sees your shithole you, you apartment. Just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should do like the quick, the quick clean... Like puts stuff, like puts like a, a blanket over the clothes and like Just shove everything in the closet there, and like stuff the door shut. Are there like dirty pots and pans and dishes? No, no, it's not. It's not gross, dirty. It's just dirty, dirty. It's like fucking <sighs> stuff everywhere, dirty. But you guys have been going out for a minute, right? Like mm-hmm. a long minute, like a long time. Uh, ever since I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that's not true. Uh, what, why don't you just say, you know, we've been going out for a while now, babe. Why don't you just? This is how I live. You know, like lay lay that on her because women love well, women. I love say that a lot. <laughs> like, listen, this is this is what I do. I I get dressed by throwing things across the room this like they're awesome. footballs, and then I uh, I I look at the color patterns and I pick what I'm gonna wear that day from what I threw. Oh man, you're gonna have like an under the blanket moment, like Eternal Sunshine in the Spotless Mind. She's gonna be like, "Am I pretty?" And you're gonna be like, "I'm pretty. You're pretty. You're pretty. You're pretty." And then but then you're gonna be laying on the couch and she's gonna leave and you don't know where she's going. It's gonna and you're gonna end up being like Jim Carrey. <laughs> I don't think I saw this movie enough to to follow. No, remember that heartbreaking scene because that that movie jumped all over the place. I saw it in the theater and it was awful. But the movie jumped all over the place. But one one scene hit me hard because I've been that dude. I've been Jim Carrey in that movie like a ten times, where like she thinks she's hot shit and she's going out with other dudes and you're just kind of chilling home and you're not even playing video games or any of that dumb shit. You're just like watching TV and Tostitos. And you're like, oh, see you, see you later. And you're like, you don't care either. It's fucking misery. You don't care where she goes in either, but at the same time, it kills you because you know she's trying to get somebody else to fuck. That's your life, man. That's my life? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Wait a minute. I missed the turn there. No, no. I'm just, I'm just playing with you, man. I worry about you. I worry about you, too, because if you two kids can't make it, who the fuck can make it in this world? That's a good question. I can't say. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, so for, uh, for, for Sean Duty's oh, place, Sean he could, uh, what if he ran a television repair shop, <laughs> but he only repaired tube televisions? Perfect. Uh, 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 oh, and everyone always brought in like, uh, flat screens with like baby food on them. Yeah. And he's got to turn them away. Oh, I don't, I don't fix those. But then every now and then somebody, aside from bringing in their TV, they bring in a problem that only he can solve. That's it. That's, uh, my... Sean Duty in- injects his himself into the life of his uh, his customers. Exactly. And, uh, it's kind of like Touched by an Angel, except instead oh, you're Touched by Sean Duty. It's kind of like Highway to Heaven, and he's Michael Landon. Yeah. Oh, that's a... He, he kind of looks like Michael Landon in uh, a weird sort of way. He, he looks like the other guy. The guy who always wore the Oakland A's jacket. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. He looks a lot more like him. But, you know, I'll give it to him. Michael, Michael Lennon is a handsome dude, and so is Sean Duty. Uh, well, Sean Duty looks like Michael Lennon if he lost his lease. <laughs> and just like shit just wasn't going well for him. Fuck. Okay, so we've got him. Okay, he works alone in the shop listening to AM radio. You know, and the, the, this kind of like the, the theme song is kind of like Mr. Belvedere. But it's like, like kind of like wacky because, you know, it's sort of a sitcom. But it's like a really dry, esoteric sitcom at the same time because he's a dry, esoteric kind of guy. 
And we are. Always... funny. There's no laugh track, but there is like a kind of an awkward murmuring track. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, my God. Oh, and then one and then a love interest comes in. It's like it's a girl with glasses and a sweater on. And she drives very her bookish. Very bookish. And she drives her bike over. He needs to be here because we talk about that motherfucker an awful lot. Um, anyway, <clears throat> and he needs yeah, to help us. We'll, we'll put this show on him. We'll, uh, we'll get him going. <laughs> well, I got to come down next week because we have to um, we have to pitch the show. Yeah, so, <laughs> Sean, meeting, Sean Diddy. I was kind of hoping for like maybe because it did Archie. Remember Archie Bunker's place, the uh, All in the Family spinoff, where he oh, owned yeah. a bar and it was just like fed his depressed friend's beer and like complained about his wife. <laughs> and then his wife died, and he fucking bugged uh. out. And he tried. His wife died. See, the whole plot line, the whole plot twist was that Edith died. I mean, Maureen. I mean, Maureen Stapleton. Edith died. Mm-hmm. And behind the scenes, you didn't know, but she fucking didn't want any part of that stupid show. She only did one season. But in All in the Family Life, she died and he cried. But then he let his fucking head fucking ruin his life because there was a woman who was feeling Archie Bunker. In the, and she would always wait until that shit ended. I remember watching this with like my babysitter, so I know every mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. And it was a dude, there was a woman who was feeling him, and she wasn't that bad, you know? And and, and Archie's like, oh, I can't, you know, in tribute to my fucking dead wife. I can't date again, ever in my life. Man, why don't, <clears throat> is Archie Bunker on Netflix? Because I will watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> I think it is. Anybody, Google Archie Bunker. I mean, yeah, I somebody get treat, at us, let us know. I treat everybody like a child, because I, I think everyone who listens to this podcast is like 22, and that's probably true. But uh, there's nothing like the good old shows. Uh, yeah, like you Sean. definitely Google Archie Bunker if you know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's um, like like Jefferson, Sean Duty's Place, Cheers, uh-huh. shit like that. I mean, all the good old shows. Yeah, that that shit's gonna break your shit wide open. Yeah, it really is. Watch watch a uh, Maud. I Maud wasn't that good. Golden yeah. Golden Girls was good. You know, like, Golden Girls holds up. Like yeah. Golden Girls really holds up. <laughs> Roseanne fucking holds up because I grew up <laughs> in a, I grew up in like a dirtbag family like that. You know, like everybody joking, telling fart jokes and shit. But I, but everybody at the end, everything comes together. It's like Dan, I can't believe you spent the the beer money on on food or the other way around or whatever, you know. <laughs> like, it all came together at the end, you know. Um, but oh. okay, so show duty's place. Look out for it. Uh, hopefully, it'll be. I don't know if that's a TV repair place. I want him to be a little bit more social, but at the same time, that's like a perfect scenario for him. It's flexible. We'll figure yeah. it. Maybe he has a book club. <laughs> It'll be like um, it'll be like uh, Trailer Park Boys, kind of, but without <laughs> without any of the swearing, and just more of the bubbles parts. You know that this reminded me, and uh, our our intro music will uh, will remind everyone else. Mm. Today I sat and I watched uh, Roxette's video for the look. Oh man, I hadn't watched it in. Fucking, you I don't really know, had since, a, since it was you on, really, you know. Like, you really had a fucking day off, dude. I Jesus had a Christ. day off. I'm wearing a Yankees hat right now. I feel really <laughs> weird. I never wear hats, but that's because I didn't want to take a shower and oh, put a Yankees hat really on. Really good. You're like in your Artie Lang fucking... <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got it like stains all over me. I'm, I'm like set to go. Really good. Um, That video, I've, I've always tried to explain why I thought that when I came online, and roughly when you came online as well... Mm was the finest point in human civilization. Like, without a doubt, it was just the most. It was so good. (laughs) And when I watch that video, it's all there. Like, from now on, actually, everyone who's listening who doesn't know what I'm talking about, just stop and pause and go to YouTube and Google Roxette The Look look. and just watch the video. It's like three minutes long, and it has 
everything you would ever need. It's so good. Hell yeah. I almost wanted to just do three minutes of silence while people do this, but we'll uh, <laughs> we'll allow them to pause. Okay, here you go, everybody. Let's go to, go to YouTube, open YouTube to ignore the new layout. It looks fucking stupid as hell. Um, <laughs> let me type in R-O-X-E-T-T, the look. I think there's an E at the end. Oh, yeah, E-T-T-E, <clears throat> Roxette, the look. And um, after you come down, after you, in your post-orgasmic bliss, uh, come back to us. It's everything. It's that that f- intense overconsumptiony. Like everything's too fuck. It, overconsumption to the point where it doesn't make sense anymore, and you feel like there's a narrative, but there's just not. It's just Ugh. fucking weird. Oh yeah. You like the bed that lights up when they say, and then like this woman who's trying to rape this guy, and then gets pulled off and like, hauled away by a by nerds. Like it's yeah. so weird. It's so good. It's almost like it's almost. Well, it's much better than this, but it rem- reminds me of the Amy Mann voices carry video. Oh yeah. Oh god, I mean, men and women out there, if you want to ever pop your cap, watch that video because holy, <laughs> holy fuck, she looks good. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like you, 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 you better you take the rest of the day off after you watch that. <laughs> holy that's fuck, true. she's hot as fuck. Like that's oh, and that's like man. And my and my. I, that's why I and that's that is a, I tracked it down. That is the reason why I gravitate toward forward-thinking, loud, boisterous, cute pixie-ish punk girls because of Amy Mann, eight-year-old. Because Hans. of voices carry. Huh? Because of voices carry. Eight-year-old wow. Hans sitting in the family room with a with a heart on. He didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? Watching voices. What has happened here? Yeah, man, she's like, shut up. Oh, my God. I, I didn't mean to detract from Roxette, but... Nah, that, <clears throat> that's another fantastic example of why our lives have fucking ruled, and everyone who listens to this doesn't know what we're talking about are really being put at a disservice. And our lives rule always, because we we, we have these pursuits and we don't worry about much. Yeah. I, I told... There's somebody close to me was saying that you know they uh, <clears throat> like uh, well, of course the Ariel the Ariel Pink thing is great because I I explained it that life is a movie and uh, that's how I live my life <laughs> and the serious shit I mean I just put my loans into income based repayment which is great so I don't they, have, that is pretty awesome I actually did that with a bunch of my shit today too yeah I don't it's great I don't it's something you do in five minutes and you don't gotta sweat it IBR and uh <laughs> And life is a fucking movie right now. You know, like, yeah, I'm touring with Ariel Pink. It's going to be great. Not really, but it's going to be awesome. Because in my mind, May 15th, I'm in Corona, California, playing my ass off. Playing my. And I'm like easily the fattest dude in Ariel Pink by twice. (laughs) And. They don't mind. No, they don't give a shit. But I went out, I walked out. But the funny thing is, too, envy is a fucking bitch. You know what? The people and people started believing it. Big ups to my friend, uh, the other Andrew. My friend Andrew from uh, keepalmthebrowing.com. He posted a uh, fake pitchfork. I saw that. (laughs) I saw that. I couldn't figure out what the fuck happened for a second. It was amazing because not only are people believing it because of that, but people are writing me now. Coming out of the coming out of the fucking woodwork. Hey, what's going on, dude? Hey, oh yeah, dude. What's up with the music thing, man? What's going on? I haven't. Are you still playing? Oh yeah, you're the one who big time me and pretended their phone was ringing, so you didn't have to talk to me two months ago. Fuck off. <laughs> what's up? 
You think it's like, it's exactly this. It's like when, you know, it's like if I lived in the fucking hood and you knew someone won the lottery, you'd be knocking on the door. It's the same fucking thing. Hey, you think you could bring me on tour with you? Let me be, you do, let me do merch or something. Let me, yeah, I could carry your guitar case or it's kind of, Oh, that's good. It's nice. Couple people coming out of the fucking woodworks. You know who you are. You probably don't even listen. No, definitely you not. You know who you are. You're coming out of the woodworks trying to talk me up. Oh, hey, see you at the bar. Oh, hey, dude. Big hug. Okay, <laughs> dude. Uh-huh. I see you. <laughs> I see you. You took my April Fool's joke and you ran with it. You made my favorite holiday into my favorite holiday. You're still being joked on. Still being clowned on. Fucking dude. Fucking. Ugh, still being clowned on. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> I love it. Oh, man. Okay. Right now, everyone who followed my instructions is sitting there watching fucking What's-Her-Face <laughs> sit on the broken toilet at the end of the, at the, end of the video and just singing play. Yeah, that's where you are right oh, now. Oh, hell yeah. I, mean, uh, you... I saw a picture of her recently, man. She looks like Legolas. Oh, great. It's fucking awful. <laughs> oh, great. Speak... Other dude looks good, though. You know, he's like, he has like a Panerai on. He didn't, didn't put on a bunch of weight. Good. Doesn't He didn't age in that way where it looks like he just eats a lot of salt. And, you know, he's looking all right. And they made, they made their music in the, in the time where like, if you would have two floppy, shitty albums and one single, like, you're like Human League, Don't You Want Me Baby, and you'd be like, well, I guess we, you know, we found the fountain. Let's give you a million dollar advance <laughs> because we can print money because home taping is not killing the music industry yet. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. When we got our, when end of year got our advance checks, it wasn't anything like that, but we got like 40, 50 grand off that shit. <laughs> I saw one of our... Uh... Our, our things from Revelation and uh, and Spotify a few days ago. Patrick actually put it on the uh, on the board. Oh really? Uh, yeah, that was that was cute. Oh wow, that's great. Was it four cents? I one hundred percent have more money in my left pocket right now, my left front pocket. <laughs> Amazing. Than, uh, than yeah, without a doubt. Amazing. I'm really glad that that uh, sincerely record sold so well. Yeah, it's really moving. Considering when we went to Revelation, they were drilling the CDs for uh, to be seconded and put in fucking thrift stores. Making a fire out of them? Yeah, so, okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay, so we were speaking about New Wave Babes. We can't really... Mm. Confidentially, we should probably cut the first five minutes because I was, I was fucking tired. And we should just t- take it from a better point because we're covering all the ideas we already covered in a uh, much better fashion now. Oh, I think it was before I hit record, so I think we're all good. Okay, good. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we're talking about uh, New Wave Babes. Chrissy from the Divinals died today. Dark day. Dark day, because um, not only famous for I touch myself, but there's a story there. Uh, because I, let's, let's be real. Andrew and I are pretty much the same age. <coughs> I definitely touched myself to that video. 100%. Oh my God. I beat my dick like it owed me money to that fucking video. Because <laughs> you're 10 years old and you're watching MTV. Oh you're like, what the fuck like, is going I, on? What I, the fuck? I, MTV was like porn to me because that was like pre like dirty cum covered hustler magazine and pre banana splits fucking VHS tape that Jason Loading fucking rented out to people in high school. Oh, yeah. That, that's what you had at that point. Oh. You had MTV, and then sometimes you would stay up late, and there would be, like, a fucking gross dance show on. Oh. You're like, oh, maybe I can see. Oh, see my God. Eric like, Nyes, you totally can't. Eric Nyes and the Grind. They it was this one. Downtown Julie Brown, man. She was so fucking hot. And she was, <laughs> Where's downtown uh, Julie Brown now, I wonder? Uh, in, in my mid-pubescent dreams, she was so hot and so black. And so amazing, and I cuffed it hard. And that was back in the day where you just cuff it, and then you just pull your pants up. You don't even clean up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't even clean up. Uh-uh. 
I don't know what's with me. I don't know. Just, you know, just fucking let the barrel blow all over. <laughs> but then you, and then you'd pull your fucking pants up and you'd go out fucking play football for two hours. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's fucking. I mean, awful. I, I mean, I still do that, but you know, I know better now. I just choose not to. <laughs> now you just feel weird no, about I'd it. I jerk off all over myself and I go to the mall. We're good. But you know, I know in my head, I'm like, man, I should probably take a shower or like, you know, use some baby wipes. But I'm like, fuck it, you know. Up until a couple of weeks ago, I had no one to impress. Now I like cut my fingernails again. It's just weird. I'm like, Whoa. I'm like Mr. Maintenance now, man. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Cut my fingernails, brushing my teeth regularly again. Ooh. Using the uh, with the back shaver. No, you know what, man? She's totally down. Nice. Can All you right. believe it? I don't know. If she's totally down because my body is still fat and disgusting. But um, <clears throat> I don't think she cares because she's got hair all over her body. It's nice. Really Does she have a blog where you can go and read and read about you? Nah, dude, but she's like, t- yesterday she dropped the bomb. She's like, I'm going to have to listen to your podcast sometime. I'm like, fucking no. There we are. There we go, dude. That's why I'm just saying whatever, man. If you want me, you want all of me, man. It's like Miles Davis. You want me, you want to play my songs, you got to play all my songs. Mm-hmm. All right? We knew that was a matter of time, though. Oh, of course. And probably some fucking backbiting fucking other people are like you should probably listen to his podcast it's really funny wink wink oh you think there's somebody working against you i don't know man there's always some motherfucker around the corner i don't know i really don't know my if any if my uh my uh late teens and early 20s taught me is fucking in hardcore taught me that there's always some dude waiting to stab you in the back bro i mean that without a doubt that's true i there's there's always some dude and if, if you're in your first relationship right now, get ready for this, because this is going to be a fucking wild-ass <laughs> yeah. ride. Um, yeah, there is always some dude waiting in the wings who's no. just, like, cracking his knuckles. <laughs> so, you know, just fucking like, live with that. It's pretty much the best when... Because it's, like, as soon as I declared, like, legit on my Facebook, which is, I guess, the new, like, you know, town put the fucking town crier thing out. Yeah, that's how you do it. It's like, which you don't, Andrew. You don't do that, Andrew. That's good. Mm-mm. Because I know for everyone's getting, she's getting clicked on and lurked on, I know for sure. It's fine. But uh, there's always, I mean, thankfully that we don't, we don't really run in the same social circles that much. I mean, we know all the same people, but we don't really run in the same social circles. So there aren't, like, small-timer dudes like, you really want to go out with him? I heard he, you know, fucking quit his band. Or, uh, you know? <laughs> no, f- f- Look what happened listen, on the road when you were there real pink. Listen, though, my old girlfriend, the one I f- was fucking terrible to me, well, she even knew her old her ex-boyfriend, who she was fucking on the side the whole time, was, like, new mutual friends of ours who told him that I was crazy and that I left the band in Europe. Ah, that's right. I remember you were telling me this. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's fucking, so what a fishbowl we live in where a completely normal girl looks like Barbie somehow knows that I'm quote unquote crazy because I quit my band. Wow, you must be crazy. Missing out on all that money and fame. On the other hand, though, when you're the dude waiting in the wings, mm. especially if you're doing this for your first time, yeah. uh, this will also be a wild ass ride for you because you're getting heavily clowned on by every human being oh, yeah. who understands like even the, the the most basic subtext. Oh, completely. Like there was a point when uh oh one of my favorite points, we were on some tour or another where uh Patrick was dating a girl in Albany that uh, that had a lot of people like floating around her. Oh, yeah. And she would just forward the emails that she would get from all these waiting <laughs> wings dude to that. us. Which where we would read them out loud in the car and like act them out <laughs> like they were mini plays. It was, I re- it was a lot of fun. I remember that and it was amazing. 
Yeah, so assume that that's happening to you if you're waiting in the wings, fucking oh, yeah. waiting in the wings guy. Hey, you know, waiting in the wings guy, you know, you better keep it moving, motherfucker. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. Better keep it moving. I don't hate you, but you better keep it moving because... But and that's, I don't even resent waiting in the wings guy because that's just, that's the nature of of living in this post-rock set world oh, exactly. that we're in, you know? Plus, it's just, that's it. Plus, if you got waiting in the, if you got a couple fucking waiting in the wings dudes, which I no doubt have... That just means you're 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 a date a woman who's desirable. Yeah, you're doing all right. Or a man, you know, whatever who's desirable, and whatever, you know, and it's and it's really on your significant other to act on that shit. You know, if she fucking falls for that cute Facebook shit, it was never meant to be. Well, he wrote me a really cool message on Facebook, so I figured I'd give it a shot. Oh, hope you don't mind. <laughs> you know, it's like how how does that work? Look at this link. I like it. It's like how could that work? Like you're in a relationship, and then like, well, you know what I think I'll do? I think I'll write her like a really witty Facebook uh, message on Messenger, and then like I'll make her laugh, and then I'll make her think twice. And sometimes that's how it works. Oh yeah, it's insane to me. I bet that happens a lot. I bet it happens more than that, and I've probably been that way. I've probably been that waiting in the wings, dude. I've definitely been that waiting in the wings, dude. Um, no question. No question. You don't. A lot of times, you don't realize you're doing it until no. you're like way doing well, it, and then you're like deep in. Because girls get crafty, and they don't tell you about their fucking boyfriend until the first. Correct. Oh, let's hang out. Let's go to Barnes and Noble or some bullshit, you know. And and you go, and then they're like. They slip in the my boyfriend talk because mm-hmm. it feels good to still feel legitimate and validated, but at the same time, you don't want to fuck around. So I can walk around with this dude, but at the same time, I'm going to talk about my boyfriend the whole time. That sucks. <laughs> Give me a break because I don't know. And then I'm like, oh, well, who's your boyfriend? And of course I know him. You know, and I'm like, oh fuck. Like, oh yeah, he's. A, I was in a band with him about five years ago. Oh, sometimes, or, you know, that like yeah, we worked at a cafe together oh. or some shit. Yeah. Oh, I worked at the Borders Cafe with him. Oh, oh, what was he like back then? They start pushing me for info. What was he like mm-hmm. back then? Oh, you know, yeah, he fucked a, you know, killed a cop, fucked a, you know, fucked over a lot of girls. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, if I was a conniver, I would do that. But my conniving days are over, and I'm just happy to snuggle next to a woman who. Uh, May may like me a little. It's nice. It's nice. I'm excited. I want to see who your uh, your waiting in the wings guy is. I, I, I can't wait I for can't, him to like reveal I, himself. I can't wait. I think. I mean, there's probably one. I mean, I'm kind of naive for all my street smarts and wisdom. I'm kind of like uh, naive a little because I'm also uh, as much as I don't want to admit it, I can be aloof at times and just kind of like whatever's clever. You know, let's let's get bagels and watch Madonna videos, whatever, you know, and that's kind of the mode I always stay in, in a relationship, (laughs) even if it gets quote unquote serious, I'm just kind of like, well, I still want to, you know, watch SCTV, like the entire SCTV (laughs) cinema, you know, like collection. Is that going to be a problem? Yeah. Is that going to be a problem? We watch this little thing. And then like, um, but this girl seems really down for whatever. So it's nice. But at the same time, I know there's some waiting in the wings motherfuckers are out there. Oh, I'm excited. I, 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 I want to see who it is. I want to. I, I want him to fucking pull the mask off. And t- doing this this talk, man, is therapeutic because now I, I'm. I, I don't. I think it's funny again. For a while, I worried a little, but now I'm okay. <laughs> now I'm all right. I don't think. Th- I don't think there's. Well, there's. I mean, Gabri definitely has like waitings and waiting in the wings guys. When she but I don't think there's people Albany, I know when anymore. When she lived in Albany, oh. forget it. Well, yeah, without a doubt. Oh, but I think like everybody from that era has kind of fallen off because that's it's been a long ass time been together it's one, a long time to wait so i think would, you know they've one would seen think, new shiny things one would think that people in albany would have moved on but uh oh that's true andrew you're forgetting that albany is a fishbowl uh, that is true fishbowl without uh, without that little bubbly thing you put in the top that makes the water fresh 
You know what I mean? Like, it's spit water everywhere. Oh, you know, good. <laughs> Albany's just like a stagnant fishbowl, like a fishbowl you'd see at your grandma's house, where it's just like old brown water. You get that one fish like swimming yeah, upside down. One fish, like you can name Harry, and then like that's that's Albany right there. Only it's a million guppies stuffed, like handfuls of fucking guppies. <laughs> and then there's like a couple big fish, and all the guppies are like, oh, hey, what's up? Hey, it's big fish. Hey, what's up, big fish? And then like all the shits on <laughs> floating on top, and somebody fucking crumpled up a cracker and dumped it on top. That's your fucking fish bowl right there. Sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, that's Albany in a nutshell. And I know that every everybody who lives in like a medium sized city, I see you fucking Richmond. I see you Columbus. I see you fucking Rochester. I know you all live in that fish bowl. Everybody fucking knows each other. And everybody fucks each other. And that's exactly what it's like. So then you have me who lives in the suburbs and doesn't talk to anybody nice that does sound nice really nice anyways we're talking about the divinals woman who died (laughs) whoa fuck well i've been waiting in the wings for her my entire life and Uh, now she's she's gone yeah god i used to beat it between divinals i touch myself and any dmx video i used to beat off like a motherfucker dmx really yeah i was a little weird as a kid whoa Uh, yeah, I'm exp- I kind of tried to explore my sexuality a bit back then. I used to watch right. DM. I remember the one DMX video for some reason. I was like, I don't know why I like this, but I really like this. I locked out. Like, I was <laughs> way gone with videos by the time DMX was a thing. Like, oh, I, well. I was, like, super gone. Yeah, huh? well, I had a couple of summers I stayed home. I lived at home. So, you know, what are you going to do? What's a guy well, to do, man? Do. It's like being that- in fucking prison. It's like being in prison where you just got to take it. You just got to figure it out. And you got to take it. You got to be like, well, I'm fucked. I'm here. So if I want to beat off to DMX, I guess this is the time. You just got to do it. It's not like I'm beating off to Ja Rule. DMX is, or, you know? <laughs> DMX is a little, I think DMX is a little better. But yeah. To, uh, to, to date myself, I think the last like hip hop video that was like worth watching when I was still, you know, when I unplugged from videos was Let Me Ride. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was like Dr. Dre. Which if you is... watch the Dr. Dre video, there's one like red-haired white guy in a white t-shirt who's just like really getting down with the posse by the jumping oh. car. It's uh, it's worth a watch. And if you're a recording geek, Let Me Ride is like one of the finer, finer crafted songs ever. Oh, yeah. Remember, the, oh, remember when JVU and both speakers worked in JVU and we would just listen to that? I remember once driving to a show in Oneonta, New York, which let that sink in for a minute. Um, what band were we on tour with? Polar Bear Club. Remember Polar them? Bear Club. They hated us. They hated our asses. Um, one of those dudes definitely. I don't think they all did, but there was that one uh, dude who was that like one really, sour, really yeah, didn't that like one being sourpuss motherfucker. I never got his name. Wonder why. Um, he was a sourpuss. Some of those bands we toured with were sour, man. They're sour on us because we're so self-assured. We'd walk up on that stage, and when we'd finish, there wouldn't be a stage left. We'd be like, well, I guess you got. I guess you got to play in the broom closet, motherfucker. That's it. You just got to play out in the hallway. Set it up now. Set up the drums. Set up those fucking shitty ass amps you brought. Mm-hmm. Fucking playing the. Oh, we got a we got awesome hallway show. It's like playing in a basement, only tighter and weirder. Hot, hotter. <laughs> but we've got PBR dudes, and like it's gonna be amazing. So set up in the hallway. That's what I want to. I want to kind of start a new trend of hallway shows. It's like, oh, you got a big basement. Yeah, we're gonna have this show in the hallway because it's so crucial. <laughs> I'm so lost right now. Sorry, man. Like, does he really, really? 
like fucking brought me I there. I think I should do the. I think I should do the podcast after work more often because I have to suppress all my weird thoughts for about seven hours, and now they're kind of just coming out in a row. It's pretty awesome. I feel like I should do this on my day off more often because I'm like I'm really feeling it right well, now. Damn, we should. And doing the podcast while standing really changed my whole uh, <laughs> my whole thing. Like I'm right now I'm dancing. I like how and, you know. uh, yeah you're le- you. I like how the podcast has changed from like me being like really like drunk and high at Justin Kiss's house and now I'm on literally under my blankets like all the way up to my like my uh my belly and uh you're like dancing around it's pretty awesome <laughs> We do have to get Justin Kiss back on here at some point yeah. in the future, so we can do that now more than ever. Need to do that conspiracy he episode loves it. because we got some shit going on. Listen, America, if you can hear my voice, we got some shit going on. We if need you... the Minutemen to uh, to fucking rise up and uh, slay <laughs> our can... oppressors. Oh, if you can hear my fucking voice, <laughs> if you can hear my fucking voice right now, it means that the our oppressive government hasn't yet taken my ability to speak. <laughs> I'm laying here with my cachet of rifles with high capacity magazines. Uh, I'm on Facebook. They haven't taken that away from me yet because the pri- they just signed that big privacy law, though. Someone's going to read my Facebook status. Oh, my employer is going to ask for my access to my Facebook someday. That was the big one. That was the big repost uh, lately. On uh, on my uh, my Facebook friends. That's are what people f- are freaking out yeah, about. Yeah, my Facebook friends are funny because they're all posting that like, tell your government uh, this is what your government does for you. Now they're able to uh, like read your read your Facebook things, and you're going to be have to legal legally responsible, and you have to legally give away your Facebook login info to your employer at some point. And I'm like, no fucking way. My boss is super busy. <laughs> like my boss is super busy with like real shit we have a tw- like 24 million dollar project you think she's gonna take time out of her day to be like hey i need your facebook login info there buddy uh yep yeah the privacy law just passed and i think it'd be good for the whole crew if uh if you could fucking we, we got in deep into your messages yeah oh here see here you're talking about eating pussy that's really weird uh i'm gonna have to uh not dock your pay for that one uh how would it even be like managed like people don't think past like what they read it's really i don't weird. think people understand how much shit you need to do to fire somebody yeah like just to fire at my job and i yeah I don't, i'm not gonna go into the whole fucking rigmarole but at my job to just get the green light to fire somebody is like requires nine yeah. separate pieces of paper that are all like essentially notarized. Like, <laughs> it's like it's ridiculous, Look, yeah. and it's not like my job is hard to get fired from. Like if you do stupid shit, they'll find a way to fire you. But yeah. it's it's ridiculous to think that somebody's gonna look at your Facebook and be like. Is that a beer? And then you're going to yeah. be fired and not have legal recourse. Yeah, like, are, it's fucking insane. I mean, all the people posting are people. These are people who work at, like, uh, the bulk section at the co-op. Like, stuff like, like jobs they'll never get fired from. You know? Like, but you know what? The guys who run that co-op are actually psychopaths. Yeah. So and they might actually fire you. It's possible. <laughs> like, if you got a real job where people have real problems and want real solutions to things, you don't have this issue. <laughs> and let's also be honest. Unless you have been human trafficked... No one put a gun to your head and made you sign up for Facebook. Exactly. Like, I don't care. Yeah, or you can go, and on your lunch break, you can cancel it or change your name, man. Yeah. Change your name to, like, uh, I don't know. Fucking Photoshop yourself. Make yourself Indian. Yeah. No one will care. A, it doesn't make a difference. Put a picture of RoboCop up. Yeah, it's all good. Seriously. It, it's nothing, nothing, nothing will happen. I just want to just hug these people and be like, it's not really going to happen, money. 
<laughs> like they're, they were looking for a fucking bomber, like a mad bomber, a murderer who killed a cop. Like they're going to go house to house. All right. You're going to have to be inconvenienced. You're going to have to press pause on your fucking Xbox for 20 minutes. Deal with it. I don't want to sound like a fucking Republican here, but goddamn. Who fucking cares? Everybody's like, oh, here's an example of Obama's government at work. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, honestly, it drives me nuts. I have to find, there was a podcast I used to listen to. It was so good. It was a uh, really intense, really right-wing survivalist conspiracy. <laughs> like, every, like all, all those sweet spots I hit where I just, like, really settle in and wait for the show. <laughs> yep. Uh, it was a guy who would just drive, I think, I want to say from maybe Dallas to Fort Worth or, uh, you know, some some drive that required like 45 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. And he would just get in his shitty truck and put his little recorder down on the seat and then just shout lunacy oh. for like 100 miles. <laughs> I want to hear that. And then he'd be like, well, I'm at work now. I'll, I'll speak to you all next week. And it, it was so good. Wow. That's I got to so- find it. <laughs> You need to find it. We need to need to play it and have a look like a impromptu Q and A session with him. Oh, it was so good. I'll I'll see if I still have some in the old computer. But like like ten even ten years ago, like people who spouted that shit, like they're people like street that street preaching shit, that's a problem with I don't know, I don't want to sound old, but that's is the problem with social media. It's like these people before social media, they were like crazy street preachers. You like cross the street or like move to the other train car because they sound fucking crazy. <laughs> You know, or like offer them a piece of pizza as a fucking peace offering because they're fucking nuts. But now it's like, yeah, they signed the fucking privacy bill. Well, goodbye, freedom. No, actually, it's just uh, like a bill that'll sit dead and no one will give a shit. I'm like, you know, it's it's a vehicle to uh, to build a missile. It's all right. Yeah. It's not the end of the it's world. Great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just had another million dollar idea. As we were doing this live, you and I are going to start a, uh, a new invite only VIP style uh, social media site called the other train car oh my god that's actually a great that's idea. it everyone you gotta apply there's a background check to get on yeah. and when i'm president there will also be a background check of seven days for you buy a musical instrument so uh, oh. everyone get ready for that shit <laughs> exactly but yeah there will be a seven day waiting period while we check you out and make sure that you didn't like post a picture of you know, like uh, my e-cards with some fucking stupid slogan like the past 12 months <laughs> or uh, God, like fucking re-blog something from like Atheist Anonymous. Yeah, it just yeah. makes your head hurt because it's so stupid. Yeah, like, yeah, love it. That's it. Then you get in and you're in the other train car and it doesn't smell like vomit and uh-huh. it's nice and there's a seat for you and everything doesn't feel like it's greasy. <laughs> Um, that sounds great. I'd like to be a part of this if we could. We could maybe we'd be the next Facebook and make a zillion dollars. I'm on it. Nobody steal our idea, motherfuckers out there. Yeah, I know that you can't have this you one. Can't have this one. You can have, you can have, uh, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, short dick, hot chick. You can have that one. My porn site idea, where like people watch a fat guy have sex with hot girls. Oh yeah, perfect. I, re- I remember. Perfect. Perfect idea. I uh, wish I could make it become a reality, but I'm so devoted to my my main squeeze. <laughs> you know, I'm curious, actually, now that these are out there in the world, like if next week if HBO releases a game show where the Crypt Keeper is the host, do I, like, do I have legal recourse? I guess I must. Yeah. Maybe. Well, or I think that... Um... I could probably be, make enough of a legal case to be annoying enough that they would settle just to not have to see my stupid face anymore. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can do that. I think you own the copyright once you say it on some sort of recorded media. Interesting. I don't think I own the copyright to the Crypt Keeper. Maybe I do. Maybe which would be pretty dope, well, but no, I don't know. You own the copyright to that sound, which I get. Interesting. Yeah, I know. All right. 
You know, it's called an auditory mechanical license. If I learned anything in my music business class in college, it was called auditory mechanical license. And once you play, once you own the recording to something you create, you automatically own the copyright. I don't know. This sounds like uh, Obama's government at work. <laughs> oh, fuck. If you, if you ask me. Obama. Oblema. Oblema. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know, uh, uh, anyway. Uh, Andrew, we should only answer some, maybe some Tumblr questions. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, let's get into Anybody? it. Um, yeah. Let me pull up. I was saying before we recorded that in order to do a podcast successfully here, not only do I need my now broken interface... But I need a trackpad, an iPhone, and an iPad in uh, yeah, three what? separate locations. Store. Why do you need so many different things, Andrew? Uh, I grew a third arm out of my chest, and uh, I just like to master control the whole thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> awesome. Really good. Let's see. Let me uh, dig in here. My list of running overnight drive ideas is open currently, and there's 50 different non sequiturs that I have no idea what the fuck I was trying to say when I first uh, when I first wrote them. I love that. That's cute. I'll uh, I'll <laughs> dig into it. Why don't you go ahead and take the first one while I open this up? Okay, um, Andrew, how do you feel about remastered re-releases? Um, I guess. I guess this dude means like when you take uh, Exile on Main Street and then run it through a digital compressor and fucking do all that shit. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's boring. Uh, <laughs> you, more often than not, you end up taking away the things that I liked in the first place. Like, have you ever sat back and listened to like all the digitally remastered Kiss stuff and then go back and actually just listen to Kiss Alive? It's it's like <laughs> night and day. It's ridiculous. Oh, Kiss Alive Two was my favorite. They had that one song called Rocket Ride. Mm-hmm. If you want to ride, oh my god, what was the fucking song? It's like the lyrics are so brain dead, it's endearing. It's like, come on, come on. It's like, oh, I, oh, I can't really fucking remember the lyrics now, but they're so good. It's like, you want to ride, dig a rocket ride. It's so bad. Let's see if I can find that shit. <laughs> you should make Rocket Ride the, the end song. Like, I'll see if I can on, find that. Baby, Rocket Ride. I just want to read the lyrics because they're so fucking terrible. <laughs> Actually, just yesterday I was listening to uh, to Freely's comment, which uh, I definitely urge everyone to to download the second Ace Freely uh, <laughs> solo record. It's actually super good. Oh, so good. Oh, here's the lyrics. Um. Lady Space, you like the way I make you feel inside to your yeah. rocket ride. Remember that song, dude? That's fucking great. Those are the studio tracks because they ran out of live tracks. I was talking about this with the, a friend of mine a while ago. You can really hear fucking uh, homeboys like Queen's accent coming out in oh these things. God, yeah. Call the firehouse, <laughs> like whoa! Yeah. Like they saw they see the kids thought they were fucking hot shit. Man. They were hot shit. Yeah, they're not as hot shit as Cameo, though, man. If we're, no, if we're talking New York bands... They're human. If we're talking you New York bands, Cameo is my is it. I turned my girlfriend on to Cameo hard. She loves it now. Was that right? Yeah. She loves it. Maybe she's pretending to like it because she's being nice. But either way, it's great. I don't think any of them hold a candle to King Missile, personally. <laughs> okay. Or Helmet. Hell, Helmet. <laughs> Although, you know what? There's some dude listening who's like, yeah, Helmet. Wait, oh, this is a joke? Wait, no, Helmet, helmet seriously nah, was the best. I like Helmet, but they're not as good as Handsome was. Remember Handsome? Oh, <laughs> man. You know, listen, Helmet sucked really bad. Oh, all right? Just God. everyone can fucking dial it back a little bit. It was fucking awful. Wow. It's... Um, oh. 
Remember that song? Do be und- when that shit came out, man, it was like <laughs> the fucking dudes who wore like windbreaker jackets were like feeling it hardcore style. They're like, I'm gonna send to a band that sounds like Helmet, only it's gonna have hardcore vocals. And then he had Stan- yeah, totally. and thus, thus you had Snapcase, which was like equally one of the worst bands to ever come from that era. And um, oh, oh my man. god, can you believe? I went. I go. Sometimes I take a trip. I I, I uh, get set adrift on memory bliss for a minute, and I I found my Earth Crisis shirt. So I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I'm gonna pull out the old tapes. I'm gonna pull out the old Earth Crisis and then and listen to that shit. And it's like, All Out War, like the the All Out War seven inch, like mm-hmm. by Earth Crisis. That it sounds like a joke. <laughs> it really does. Like it sounds like a scam joke. Like, like I've always maintained that Firestorm is actually like some shit they did at practice that they found on a practice tape. Or like, oh yeah, I guess we should actually make a song out of this. There's no doubt. And now that I think back, I honestly think that they thought like they were getting over on everybody with a joke. I really do. And you know what? I know Syracuse isn't that far away from Albany. And if you want to come fucking fight me, then what? All right, motherfucker, call a cop. I think you cracked the code, man. I don't know. I think I did. I think we just cracked the, the hardcore code pretty much. Because being having been a hardcore singer, hardcore is um, like I see pictures of people like screaming, "Oh my god! Ah! Oh! Oh! I'm so into it! Mm-hmm. I'm bleeding! Oh my bleeding! Holy fuck! Mm-hmm. I'm bleeding!" My, the the loa is fucking taking my body. Yeah. I have no oh. control anymore. And like ten minutes later, you're like, you know, like eating a burrito. Oh, that was cool. Thanks, guy. Thanks, bro. I yeah. uh, I might have talked about this on the podcast before, but the last time that I saw Earth Crisis was <laughs> the uh, the most flaccid thing I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> It was uh, it was at Saratoga Winners. Was it Saratoga Winners or uh, no? I'm sorry. It was at uh, Bogies. Why can't I think of the name of the place? Bogies. Uh, no, it wasn't Bogies. The place in Clifton Park. Why can't oh, I think of the Northern, Northern Lights? Lights. Hell yeah. Uh, it was Northern Lights can hold what I'd say. How many people were at Queensrÿche uh, for? I mean, like what, like fifteen hundred? Oh yeah, actually, nah. it can hold fifteen hundred, but there are about two hundred people at Queensrÿche. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> at this show, there was I. I would including the bouncers and everything, I would max it out at 44 people. <laughs> oh, I think I heard uh, about a huge this. room. <laughs> uh, but to their credit, Earth Crisis still played Firestorm and still really killed it. So, you know, it was whatever. But yeah, n- nobody was really having that hardcore fantasy at that point. Uh, nobody was uh, was freaking out and fucking rolling in the ground. Yeah. Uh, hardcore is like the uncle who like, say you saw your uncle when you were 18 and you were really, really into model trains, but then you didn't see him for 10 years. And then you see him again, and he's like, hey, buddy, you still around? Yeah, let's talk about model trains, you know, just like it happened fucking yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like a model trains, bro. I'm do- coming out with some new model trains next next month. You know, I'm the, you know what I mean? And that's kind of a vague, it's mm-hmm. kind of a vague reference, but I know some people picked it up. It's like, yeah, no, I, you you nailed it. Yeah, it's like like VO. You want me to pay to see VOD now? It's 2013. <laughs> really? Like, you want me to pay to see Quicksand? They have a laser show. No, is that oh, right? They did no. They, they toured wow. their, their last tour. The people, the fucking hucksters, who paid fucking forty dollars a piece to see them play, like, oh, they had a fucking laser show, and like Texas and the oh Texas and the Reason got back together. Oh my god, it's amazing. And some bands get back together and stay together. Like, that's the saddest thing of all. It's like wow, yeah. we just made a dollar off the reunion. It's gonna be like this every tour, and like you know, like two years later, you're in Wilkes Barre playing at a fucking Eagles Lodge. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand breaking up. It doesn't make any sense. Like you have to go through these all these fucking awkward things where you're like, "Oh, we're back together. Oh, we had another by, grown men had no, another fight. We can't be in the same room as each other." It's by design, man, because that's 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 the way it is. You can't just like there has to be people that are addicted to finality. I think, and yeah, and it's like 
you in, in order to make a statement, a line in the sand, like because it's oh the one person doesn't get along with this person, but we couldn't move on without that person, blah blah blah. And people love to the attention. I mean, people love the drama. It's just it's, they do love that they drama. Love the attention. Oh, we broke up. We're gonna still, you know, we're still gonna finish out the tour. And it's like, hey, if you broke up, man, you just broke up. You know, it's yeah, like grab a grab a plane. It's like it, it reeks of like, um, you know, like grab a plane, grab a plane. I fucking fuck, borrow two hundred bucks from Justin Kiss. Grab a plane. Fucking work for me, motherfucker. But uh, you know, when you're out, you're out. Tap out. You know, don't go- it, like. I'll put this out right now. That guy who I talked about who does the podcast from his car who's yeah. just like a like an absolute psycho. I can play in a band with this dude indefinitely. Yeah. So any normal person is just like whatever. Like I I don't see any point in breaking up. Like I'm a, an adult and I can solve problems and I assume they can too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So to answer your question, I don't like remasters. <laughs> I love that. Uh, most of the point of remastering is to make things louder because everyone's assumed everyone is used to loud records, but they probably shouldn't be as loud as mm. they are. They definitely shouldn't be as loud as they are. Uh, so just get the original one. It'll cost you eight bucks less, and then turn the volume up manually, and then you'll be uh, you'll be getting the good stuff. Yeah, or you could slam your hand in a car door. It's your choice. Or yeah, you can always slam your hand in a car door. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, call a cop, slam your slam your hand in the car door, and uh, you'll be good. Uh, let's see. Oh, this should be a good one. Hans, have you ever been arrested? Oh, well, let's see here. I was arrested, uh, brought downtown when I was a teenager, um, for carrying a case of beer over my head like I was Thor when a (laughs) police officer pulled into a field where we were all drinking. I was so drunk that I, it was a half of a 30 rack of Genesee beer. I, the cop came out and said, okay, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I was so miffed about this and angry. I held it over my head and then I punted it. I tried to punt it like a uh, football. Luckily, I was wearing some steel cap boots and some and some of the cans broke and, and everyone got a, a little bit of beer on them, <laughs> including the officer, which, uh, and this is like the first time I've ever told this story, but uh, including the officer and they weren't thrilled at all with my bullshit popped me in the car brought me downtown over the course of bringing me downtown he like stopped at fucking like dunkin donuts uh when the dunkin donuts was open on glen street uh for like an hour just sitting there and uh this is a warren county sheriff so he was just fucking like kind of going about his rounds i'm back there like hello like i like a fucking donut like i'm all totally sober now this sucks (laughs) And uh, driving around, driving around, driving around, um, brought me to the, uh, like, Glens Falls Police Station, right? Um, like, because we're on Crandall Park, which is technically Glens Falls property, whatever. It's a place called Thrill Hill. Um, but we were in, like, the rudimentary part where all the metalheads drank, which, uh, like, jutted out onto the Price Chopper parking lot. Because it was convenient, because you'd go to Price Chopper and fucking buy beer. And this was, like, just around the time where Price Chopper, like... Just before the time the price chopper like got it, that kids would go there to buy beer. People just thought nah. we went to like a gas station, so I would go there with a thirty rack. They wouldn't think anything of it. So he pulls up, blah blah blah. So anyways, driving me around, pulls in front of the police station, goes in for like 10, 15 minutes, comes back out, starts driving around with me again, and says, "All right, where do you live?" <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, like that small town justice thinking he's scaring me straight, right? Meanwhile, I'm like ready to fall asleep. I'm fucking tired. I'm sober. My foot hurts. I'm ready to go to bed. And I was like, uh, you know, like 89 Ridge Street. So he brings me down there. And I walk around the back of the house and he leaves. Of course, I don't live at 89 Ridge Street because I'm fucking Tom Clancy style. I'm fucking crafty. (laughs) I fucking walk across two yards and go to my real house. And I'm like, boom. Another story. Uh, I was really into playing guns with my friends. Like maybe a little too old to play Mm -hmm. guns. Like maybe when I was still like when I was like 16, I was still playing guns with my friends. Like, everyone else was out getting laid. I was like, and I had already been laid, but I still love fucking playing guns running around. So we had. Yeah, why didn't they have paintball when we were kids? That's that, We really fucking missed out on well, that. I, we got Roxette, we missed out on paintball. Well, we would buy, I know, right? We would buy toys, but we would, like, dress them up to look like real guns. And it was really oh, yeah. authentic because we, this was, like, the summer and we had tons of time on our hands. So we would spray paint them black or whatever. I'm running around with what looks like a real AK 47. I'm covered in camouflage netting. <laughs> and, uh,. Uh, I'm scanning a street looking for, you know, my friends Donnie and fucking John and all those dudes who fucking bailed. So they're like running across things and I'm like, I'm walking down the street and I see this dude looking, looking out for me like, and I turn around and he runs back in his house and I didn't even get it. I'm like, he's fucking idiot. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, all right. must be wanting to check out the scene. I look, do look pretty fucking cool. So I'm just like chilling, but I would like be bold about it. I'm just chilling. Cars be driving by, slow down, like real slow. And then they like pull away and I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and fucking out of nowhere, fucking, fucking six cop cars show up. But this is the 90s. So it wasn't like on the news and it wasn't a big fucking deal. And I put my hands up like, holy fuck. And, uh, and they're like, I'm like, it's, and they're like, oh, it's a Tory. And they say in the radio, it's a Tory. And they let me go after like a stern talking to. Wow, man. Post Columbine. Fucking forget, forget that. Yeah, I remember this shit. I fucking going to, going to school wearing all army clothes with a painted face. I was a fucked up kid, man. Jesus Christ. I, every day, every time there's a school shooting, I count my fucking stars that I graduated before Columbine uh. happened. Because I, the amount of abuse I would have taken would have been astronomical. Oh, man, because I had friends who wore black trench coats. Because was, I wore black and, trench coats. Uh, fucking fedora. Before being a fedora, meant you were like a fat uh, dude who just wanted to be romantic or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was wild. The, the roaring 90s, man. If you, weren't, if you weren't old enough to remember it, man, that was a wild time, boy. The music was fucking terrible. And, uh, you know, the girls were cool. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so if I ever been arrested, uh, close, I guess you could call it arrested. I was under car arrest driving around fucking sheriff's car was scary. That's about it. It's close enough. Um, dude, talk about your tour with Ariel pink <laughs> and pitchfork coverage. Please do. Uh, yeah. I'm good uh, touring with Ariel pink starts May 15th in Corona, California. Uh, I've been in contact with them. We're record- <laughs> We're uh, practicing. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what's so funny, Andrew. Um, it's a very serious tour. Um, I just read something funny on our Tumblr, that's all. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Does something new come in? Um, <laughs> so I, uh, uh, I'm going to be touring, and uh, we're practicing in New York next week, and make sure I got all the songs nice and tight for the tour. And then we're gonna, I'm going to make, uh, and then I'm going to bag fucking money, and then I'm going to be laying on the beach fucking counting stacks. That's it. That's the one. I got that fucking right. Boz Skaggs life coming on. I can't wait. 
Oh, let's see. What do we got here? Need Justin Kiss to do a rundown of all the conspiracy theories surrounding yeah, the Boston one, bombings. One I agree. One step ahead of you, buddy. Let's go. I definitely agree. <laughs> uh, why do you always use Sean Doody's orgasm voice for impressions of him? Um, ooh, wait a who minute. Out there, wait a minute. Yeah. Who out there knows Sean Doody's orgasm voice? Which of the 200 people that, uh, <laughs> that Sean Doody has, uh, has fucking laid bare? Yeah, fucking John Dewey's a hard stud, man. He fucking fucks two, three girls a night, and he, he and there's meant two innumerable girls out there who are like, mm, damn, I heard Sean Dewey's voice the other day, but it was an impression, and it sounded like his orgasm voice. <laughs> that shit's fucking knocked in my head for life. It's like interesting. All right, uh, we use it because uh, I mostly know Sean Dewey through orgasm. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I. Part of his initiation process in the end of a year was that we blew him every night. And um, mm-hmm. we kind of got sexed in. You know, some people get beat in. Well, he got sexed in, but he had a, a very um, atypically small uh, asshole. So we couldn't really have sex with him. So we would just like blow each other and it was all cool. And I don't know. That's probably why he freaked out at the end of the tour and punched his amp because the sexual tension, the confusion of being with men. In mm-hmm. such a confined situation, probably really blew his mind. So if Shandu, you're listening, I'm sorry we put you through that, buddy. But you know, if you fucking roll with us, man, you got to expect anything. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's like one night, one night, you're you're one one minute you're playing the bass, you know, you're playing the guitar, and the next minute you're you know getting blown by your bandmate. And next time you got a hand on your dick, all of a sudden, yeah, you fucking make the most of it. Like, guess what? This isn't going to stop with a hand job. So just fucking prepare yourself, bro. <laughs> prepare yourself for the inevitable, all right? A cold blow on a hot day. Oh, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, if you were to get a million dollars each, mm. how would you spend it? Uh, real answer. I would put all of that into a reasonable high-yield checking account. I would live off the annual interest and never work a fucking day in my life. That's it. That's the boring. Oh, that was okay. That That's was the boring answer. <laughs> I mean, my uh, my answer is obviously I'd buy a small tract of land in uh, in North Dakota. Yeah. And uh, stock up on supplies. You know, get a lot of, of perishables. Course, be a prepper. Man. Um, I would. Uh, I'd spend a lot of time. I would actually buy Dealey Plaza in Dallas, and then just uh, <laughs> just start to run strings down from the sixth floor window of the uh, book depository, trying to fucking prove once and for all. Uh, no, realistically, I, yeah, I would I would dump that shit into like a Roth IRA and just yeah. work, and then when I retire, like I can retire big time, like retire in the Caymans, yeah, and just walk around with no pants on all the time because fuck you. That yeah, would do. That'd be great. I would, however, um, I would probably buy a, I would probably buy a like a nice, like a ridiculously nice car, just so that people would, would kind of wonder about me. Like, hmm, he seems like a normal fucking. He's wearing a he's wearing a flannel shirt that has salsa over the front of it, but he's driving a f- fucking Lamborghini Countach. It's really fucking. See, weird. I would do the same thing, but I would get like an, an absurdly nice watch. Yeah, like so a like rare, like a rare like, Rolex. Yeah, like walk around with like a, a fucking flannel shirt that has like a hole over the nipple, and there's no shirt underneath, so you just see body hair. But, the, but then at the same time, I've got that Breitling that when you press a button, a SWAT team shows up. You know, like exactly. something like that. Oh, that's the Rolex that they found when they uh, they found inside a safe at the in the hull of the Titanic. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Awesome. Still works. Still works, boy. Kicks, Holler. Takes a lick and keeps on ticking, right, guys? <laughs> right. That's what they say about watches. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's cool. I mean it's kind of a generic question, but we had a little bit of fun with it. Thank you very much for that. Um, uh, question for me now: Have you ever been in love with your best friend's mom or sister? 
quote. Um, well, Andrew, I uh, I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's kind of uh, <laughs> uh, it's kind of awkward to bring this up. Uh, <laughs> I would much rather talk about this in person, but uh, I've only seen your mom a few times, but I found her um, uh, inimitably attractive. So let that sink in. It's gonna be quiet and wait for this to pass. No, fuck that. I've never. <laughs> I've met your mom once. She's cool. You know. I know. It's that's uh, that's again. That's some fucking B nine fantasy shit. Yeah. Oh, I fucked her sister and like, but her like, I've, I'm with this girl and she's like, I got like, I've got like hard eyes for her and uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, then uh, but her sister is like totally sending me sexts and what should I do? Seventeen page thread later. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Fucking get in where you fit in. If you fucking, if your mom, if her mom and sister think that she's cool, that's cool. Whatever. I don't know. Oh, yeah, so it's a free country yeah. so far. Free country so far until those fucking FBI agents search my house for a bomber. Mm-hmm. And there's a bomber in my neighborhood. Don't respect my liberties. No, don't respect my liberties. Don't impinge and fucking infringe and impinge. On my fucking liberties, just so you can try and find a uh, a lone uh, mass murderer. Uh, let's see. This one's going to make sense to three people, but fuck it. Uh, Andrew, how do you feel about Nick Wooster? Do you enjoy his sense of style and what he's brought to menswear in the past two or three years? Uh, no, I think he looks like an asshole. Oh. Um, and anyone who wants to Google him will look at him Damn. and be like, oh, that guy looks like an asshole. All right, hold up. Let me look at this shit. Oh, fuck. Hold up. Is this this dude's for real, really? This dude's for real. Yeah, like people think this dude dresses well. So, like he looks like a fucking more. He looks like he like fell off his roof as a kid and had a head injury and no one's told him. Everyone's like, "Oh, good. Good job." It's the guy with like the gray hair. Yeah, he and looks like a handlebar mustache. Looks, looks like, like a, a white jerk off. an old white Fonsworth Bentley. The fuck are we yeah. talking about here? He's got the Jose Banks going with the striped suit. I just got the look. Gabri just came in, and I got the look uh, with the house being messy. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now she's saying no, but what, I, I saw what, it for a nah, second. What up with that dirty-ass fucking scum, fucking scum pit you live in, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> what up, man? You got to clean that fucking place up, dude. Damn. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that dude looks really, really. Well, I just rough. saw a picture of him wearing a suit with boots. Like, holy fuck! Yeah. Oh yeah. Was it the camouflage suit? That's really cute. No, I don't know, man. Look, you know, best luck for him. He looks like the fucking uh, Dos Equis man. But you know. yeah, I mean, uh, he's making money. Whatever. Yeah, I and mean, he also probably sleeps with nineteen-year-old fucking wannabe models. Probably true. So, uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm all good. I I'm an adult and I do like adult things. Yeah, like a beat off to uh, Divinal's videos. To Divinal's videos. <laughs> Andrew, you totally had a wank today, dude. Let's like let's have guy talk for a minute. You totally had. No nah, man. Nah, nah. You got man. Have, uh, man. My pants stayed on all day. <sighs> yeah, that's and you know what else stayed on? The fucking dirty ass fucking mail on the floor and the fucking dirty towels. <laughs> the fucking clothes everywhere. Holy fuck. Uh, maybe I'll take a picture of my chair. That'll you be the, uh, the episode picture. <laughs> Dirty ass fucking chair, man. With all the seven inch fucking openers on it. All right. What else oh, we got? Oh, man, man. What else we got? Okay, um, we got time for a couple more. Yeah, we got plenty of time, man. Oh, hey, here's a boring gear question, Andrew, if you're into it. What amps pedals did you guys use on UR Beneath Me? The Tour de Force best record of the last 10 years. Uh, I was talking in reference to our <clears throat> the final end of the year release. Uh, it's featuring moi, 
Um, I'll start. I owned a Sun Concert Lead that I used an Ibanez Tube Screamer through. I used a Gibson SGX with a Gibson 900T ceramic pickup, or 500T, I think. Um, Yeah. The Ernie Ball Slinky Nines, man. <laughs> Get the little. Like, I need my wangs. I need my. Uh, I need to bend my strings all the way up. And uh, that's it for me. I was straight through. Uh, I recorded uh, in the most pain in the ass way possible for Andrew, where everyone else would record everything, including vocals, and then I would lay my guitar on top of it. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, we got to dial back. I'm going to knock you off your tower because. Remember, your Sun Concert shit wasn't working, and we ended up playing through the same amp both times. Did we really? We did, and I saw. I took pictures of it because I wanted to remember the setup in case I, uh, I forgot. I thought I played through my Sun. Hmm. We played uh, both of our respective guitars mm. through an Ampeg 412 cabinet mm. with the grill off, three different mics on it. Yeah. It was a... I don't even remember what was on there. I'll find the picture. A uh, bunch of 57s, a yeah. few condensers, whatever. And then we played through that uh, homebrew ramp that uh, that we borrowed from uh, from my friend Ben, who was locked down last week because the bombers were in his neighborhood. Oh, cool. Good. Um, yeah, it was all that. And then I don't know. I don't remember which one that he played through. Probably Ampeg or maybe just fucking hummed it. I don't know. Uh, and then Eric Busta was playing a Spawn drum kit that was there and already set up. Yeah, Eric Busta hit it hard, man. That motherfucker. I uh, I'm sure I could get into like more ridiculous shit about like pedals and mics and whatnot, but I'm not going to put everyone to sleep. Oh my god, speaking of Eric Busta, I found a intact worm demo at the Salvation Army the other night. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I sent Andrew a picture of it. I couldn't believe it. Not only was it the worm demo, but it was the... The demo, I the four, five song EP I made with a spray painted fucking CD cover, like the C, wow, outside of the CD. Holy shit! That we um that we made for our very 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 first quote unquote tour with Steve Hegner in a wow, enter, in, in an Enterprise rental van where we essentially just drove to rural Pennsylvania and back. And there were That's may, pretty dope. there were maybe twenty of them ever made and i found one of them wow fucking hey that's that's actually a killer find yeah it was great and it's but i ran i ran it through like winamp or something to make the sound better so it has all kinds of weird effects on the songs too no shit oh yeah these are like ex- you gotta send me a copy these of are that like outtakes man yeah i will definitely um, um, so my, uh, my food has arrived. My dinner is here. Oh, okay. Um, and I haven't eaten shit all day. So let's do one more <laughs> and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up. Okay. Uh, let's do, what do you like? Mm, I don't know. I mean, there's a song, there's a question about if asking if I like the dick or not. Hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, uh, I already answered this question twice. So you need to listen back to the other 19 episodes or mm-hmm. 18 episodes. Um, oh man. Okay, I'm going to tackle one. Uh, okay, how do I keep myself from becoming severely depressed and anxious before seeking treatment or therapy from a professional? Is there anything you fellas recommend to calm down and cope? Uh, I have to, First of all, I have to congratulate everyone on really stepping up the grammar game because the questions have yeah. been great so far. All right. Um, thank you for fucking writing uh, writing at a uh, like a 13th grade level. I appreciate that very much. Um 
Before seeing treatment from a uh, before seeing treatment or therapy from a professional, is there any any way your fellows recommend to calm down and cope with the realities of becoming an adult? Hope this question makes sense. This question makes perfect it sense. Does. I will say that I I think out of the two of us, I have a lot more mentally going on as far as mental illness goes. Um, uh, life is a movie, motherfucker, and you're in it, so you better look good, or you're going to be an extra. Straight up, no, oh, that's pretty good. And no one's gonna. And honestly, that's what's gotten me through all this shit. You can be the star, or you can be an extra. And no one's gonna give a shit about you. But it's a movie mm-hmm. nonetheless, because life isn't really real. I mean, it's real, but it's not really real. You can do whatever you want with it. You're not on no predetermined path, and I guarantee the shit you're depressed and a severely depressed and anxious about isn't real. It's probably about money or like oh, yeah, probably like a non or thing. like a girl doesn't like me or oh, I don't have the right car or like some, some dumb shit. Like without specifics, I'm just going to assume you're worrying about dumb shit. The realities of becoming an adult haven't haven't understood those yet. I got a little bit more money. I can buy. I bought a new pair of shoes. This is all stuff you can control. Honestly, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I mean, but the consequences are, I mean, you don't have to work or you can work a shitty job, but then the consequences are you're going to sweat money a little bit, but that's fine too. Just deal, just deal and and live your movie. That's all I got to say, really. Live your movie. (laughs) Live your movie, man. Seriously, get a tattoo that says live your movie. Because what I always tell people is uh, probiotics. Like, eat real good foods and take probiotics because that shit affects your mood hugely. Oh, definitely. Like if you eat garbage all the time and then you start to eat like salads and like fresh stuff, you'll you'll feel better in a week. Oh hell yeah, that that solves all your problems right there. I'm, I I have to agree, Andrew. I've been taking uh, some like the expensive, fancy kind of probiotics that you have to keep in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Awesome, I feel it's good yeah. for you. Have some pickles and the probiotic, and, I, and you're set and to I go. And I shit like three times a day. Awesome. Oh yeah, moving, 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 <laughs> moving units, moving units. <laughs> All right, um, I'm shutting this down because even though I just uh, gave advice to eat fresh foods, I'm about to sit down and have fried dumplings. Oh, so yeah. So fucking everyone can go fuck themselves. I'm going to be depressed uh, in a few minutes. Yeah, so it's worth it, money. Hell yeah. Uh, so this is Overnight Drive. 19. Episode 19. Oh, God damn it, 19. We've come this far, man. Mm-hmm. Boom. Inch in there. I did the math, and our uh, Seahawks show, if we Ugh. continue at this rate, will be episode number 52. Oh, perfect. So let that shit marinate yeah, in your head. Yeah, buddy. And I'm, that's, I'm probably going to end up in the hospital after that. So uh, There perfect. you go. The 52 is going to be our last episode. <laughs> awesome. Um, we, you can get us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash overnight drive, twitter.com. I actually tweeted today, uh, overnight underscore drive and, uh, overnight drive.com is the, uh, the repository for all our shit. Oh yeah. All right. You got anything to plug this week? Um, do I have an, do I have anything to plug? Get it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, ah, the fucking Seahawks re-signed Cam Chancellor today and I am a fucking happy motherfucker. For real. Get to see him live in uh, episode 52. Oh, my God. You all better hang in there because it's going to be a, it's gonna be live and in a living color. Live from Central. Uh, not CenturyLink. It's some the former Meadowlands, right? Okay, you know, but those tickets cost like 400 bucks, man. We're going to have to start Yeah, it's going to be. Save. Yeah, we got to start saving up. Oh, we should do We should do a Kickstarter. I'm not kidding. Kickstarter. <laughs> Let's do I'm it. I'm not Fuck, kidding. That's awesome. Send us, to the, send us to the Seahawks game. <laughs> All right, I'll get I'll get us some tickets. I don't even know when they go on sale. We'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, man, you got some inside knowledge and connections. Can't you hook mm-hmm. up some stereos and the Giants? Yeah, I'll, I'll start asking people who have a lot of money. But we need like behind the Seahawks bench tickets. 
Like, All right. Okay, so <laughs> gotcha. that's why they're like four hundred bucks. So you can take a microphone and actually dr- like like fish uh, fishing line style drop it down into the bench. Oh yeah. Hey, oh, oh hey, Jr. Sweezy. Hey, it ain't easy being Sweezy, right, bro? <laughs> and then I'll give him pounds. You know, like yeah, buddy. That'd be fucking great. It'll be awesome. It'll, I'm gonna make it. Make him. I'm. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I'm gonna cry, man. Oh, it's gonna be really good. It's just gonna be really good. 52, start that countdown. 52. We got a long countdown for this one. Yeah, I just pull the audience real quick. If, if just, just right on our ask box, yes, I would. If you would donate anything to our Kickstarter to send us to the game. I don't want to yeah. I don't I don't want to spend four hundred dollars. I wouldn't spend four hundred dollars on anything at this point, but I really don't want to spend four hundred dollars on this, but I might have to, you know? We're doing it. They don't come around very often. <laughs> exactly. Um, other than All that, right. no, this is the same old bullshit. Uh, yeah. I don't care. Have a good night. <laughs> all right. I'll see you. Uh, we'll see all y'all next week. Yeah, hopefully for the uh, Sean Duty dating game. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. We can, well, knock on wood, we'll make that work. If not, we'll make that work in an episode or two. Yeah, we got that work. All right. Cool. Let's cue the music. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.